Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. The film pitch is Bazooka Squad. It's set in the 80s or 90s. It's a division of the police somewhere hot. Yeah, so you can see the connection straight away. Yeah, 80s, oh, 90s, yeah. somewhere hot police. Large-breasted women. Yeah. Yeah, you like that. Of all ethnicities, wearing inappropriate uniforms played by unknown non-actresses. And they all have generic names. I've got Sandy. Oh, sorry, what? Well, what's the uniform? Uh, just hot pants and vests. And a badge. Well, yeah, obviously, the law enforcement <laughs> got to have some sort of uh, authority. That's true. Uh, generic names. Sandy, Cindy, Mandy, Mindy, Misty, and Lopez. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The only weapons they have access to are some bazookas. I don't know why, but that's all they've got. They have one each? Yeah. No, well, they they you know, can borrow each other's. Nice. Yes, they they ride motorbikes with rocket launchers built in. The main villain gang are bikers, and they're either drug dealers or just assassins. I guess it doesn't really matter. They're just bad guys, just general bad guys. Yeah. The boss of the bad guy gang is a drag queen called Honey Suckle, and uh, that boss is played by. Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got Cuba Gooding Jr. He, he's interested in the role. You've already made contact, haven't yeah, you? I have. Yeah, I reached out. He wants to he wants to play Honey Suckle. The police captain in charge of this bazooka squad is Carl Weathers, <laughs> and uh, and he's called. Captain Carl <laughs> Weathers. <laughs> He's got his own name. I'll interject there and say that <laughs> me and Ken, before even before this podcast, we would pitch each other films, and Carl Weathers is in every film as Captain Carl Weathers. <laughs> He's the police chief. It's Carl Weathers. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, he, so he's the police chief. Now, the dad of one of the Bazooka Squad girls, I don't know, let's say Sandy, yeah, so the the dad of Sandy. Uh, <laughs> That's negotiable, though. Yeah, it's not a it, it's not a sticking point for us. No, but I, I've I've gone for it because it was the first name I mentioned. So the the dad is uh, I was he get he runs a dojo, so he's a he's a fighting man. He runs a dojo. I was gonna try for Chuck Norris, but I think we've we've spent everything on Carl Weathers and Cuba Gooding Jr. So we're probably <laughs> we're going for Chuck's brother Aaron Aaron Norris. So he runs a, do- a dojo, and his name is Pete. <laughs> one of one of the guys that goes, one of the guys that goes to Pete's dojo, is uh, the boyfriend of Sandy and Aaron Norris as Pete. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> so, so one of the guys that goes to the dojo is the boyfriend of Sandy, and his name is Bobby. Now, I don't have an actor for him because he's a young guy. I don't know who, who we could probably get. Probably Michael Sarah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> McLovin, maybe the other guy from Superbad. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's called Bobby. He's a he's a like, karate dojo attendant. Oh. <laughs> attendee definitely, definitely McLovin then so Sandy Sandy's kidnapped uh, for some reason and they've got to rescue her and put an end to Honeysuckle's evil empire Pete gets to fight Honeysuckle at the end yeah so imagine that yeah so you're picturing imagine, that imagine a fight scene with Aaron Norris yeah <laughs> and Cuba Gooding, Gooding Jr yeah. yeah imagine that yeah I'm trying to that's how I sold it to Cuba. What the country? <laughs> so yeah, so they they are funded by the <laughs> funded by the country of Cuba by the kind people of Cuba. <laughs> so so Pete gets to fight Honeysuckle uh, at the end, uh, but Sandy blows him up with a bazooka. Honeysuckle, Pete? Honeysuckle, oh. not her own dad. No, that'd be Jesus, a ridiculous Sandy. ending. Come on, come on, Sandy. Uh, no, it's oh, not, no. <laughs> that's, that's Is that the name film. of the film? That's another film. <laughs> that's the film that Ken was in. That's the spin-off. And uh, yeah, and, that, and that's it, Bazooka Squad. That's about the size of that one. What Can, can you describe for me what Cuba Gooding Jr. is going to look like in this film? Um, yeah, you, you know... You know, in Gremlins, where there's like a, a female Gremlin. <laughs> We're gonna say that. <laughs> you know, you know the female Gremlin with the makeup and everything. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna look a bit like that. <laughs> but well, he's gonna look like, and then name another Gremlin. <laughs> Just like you'd bring that. <laughs> he's gonna up. look nothing like that one. <laughs> yeah. No, he's gonna look a bit like that, um, but without the the, the ears. Oh. He signed up. He's he said yes. He said yes. Cuba Gooding Junior's in. Well, it doesn't matter if I like it or not, then this is being made. Yeah. A film starring Cuba Gooding Jr. funded by the good people of Cuba. Yeah. Carl Weathers as himself. And Aaron Norris as Pete. And it's Bazooka Squad. It's it's a play on words. Bazooka, you see, because they've got bazookas, but it's, like, it's breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone would be going around with a Come On Sandy t-shirt, wouldn't they? They've got merchandise in there. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah, brilliant. I think we should get this made then. <laughs> get 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 back in touch with Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, and I'm getting in touch how... with his dad. <laughs> What's he called? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, so you get on the phone to Cuba. Steve. To Steve Gooding. <laughs> I will. The, the, the actor, not the country. And tell him it's on. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. This is our very first film pitch that has been sent in to us from uh, Jessica. So thank you very much, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you for bothering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to read this out to you, Ken. Are okay, you ready for I, this? I may have questions. So, okay, uh, this is okay. obviously in keeping um, with the film we're reviewing. It is Christmas related. This film is called Tree Wind. Oh. It stars Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. He plays, originally he's called Alan Watt, mm-hmm. who changes his name to Nick Beige. <laughs> he 
He's okay. an alcoholic accountant. Oh. It's set in France. Mm-hmm. Nick Beige is American who pretends to be French. Okay. Nick Beige hates Christmas. His family love it. He's got he's got a, a lovely wife played by Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. Called Frasier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's got. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's got two kids. Mm-hmm. He's got a young lad. He's seven years old. He's called Mike. Mike no. Beige. Nice. <laughs> he's got a 13-year-old daughter <laughs> called Marge. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. So anyway, <laughs> he hates Christmas, wakes up, and then it's Christmas Day. He goes through Christmas Day being miserable, goes to bed. Thank God that's over. Wakes up. And Christmas Day starts again. Oh it's the God. classic Groundhog Day scenario. Oh. He eventually goes insane and kills his whole family. <laughs> <laughs> he kills his whole family and wakes up and it's not Christmas Day anymore and he's just killed his whole family. He sits them round he sits them round the, the, the Christmas table to have um dinner. And um as they're all dead and uh starts singing I wish it could be Christmas every day as the police flashing lights are shown in the background and that's the end of the film. Oh, that started off as a, a light-hearted, perhaps festive comedy. Yeah. It uh, took a turn. Yeah. Uh, he hates Christmas because his dad, it was called Winston Watt. <laughs> what? Killed his family at Christmas. Why Why does he change his name to Nick Beige? Uh, his dad was known as the Christmas Cracker. <laughs> that was <laughs> some sort of cartoon villain. Yes, and uh, he <laughs> killed he killed Nick Nick Beige's family because he's his son. He was the only survivor of that massacre. Ah. So he decides to change his name and move to France and pretend to be French, even though he can't speak French. Sacré bleu. What do you think to that? I like it. We've got some examples of him going mental, if you'd like to hear them. Does he ever like Christmas? No. So, surely Frasier would have noticed this, and that yeah. would have been some sort of turn-off. Frasier's totally oblivious. She's just like the kind of, everything's fine, we're an amazing, happy family kind of perma-smiling mother. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is how it's exactly written. Um, starts doing crazy stuff, like buying a really big turkey. <laughs> <laughs> is it ready to cook or is it a live turkey? It's 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 ready to cook. He also <laughs> and then in a, yeah. a little side note, he also sets fire to a Christmas cracker. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a red flag right there. <laughs> it's two red flags. I can't believe that Frazier's not acted on this. <laughs> um yeah, and I say he kills the kid, realizes nothing matters, and he ends up just killing his whole family. Who's the kid? It's just some random. Is the paper boy maybe? All oh, right, yeah, okay. And and kills him, and then um, kills his whole family in a scene. I guess there's going to be like a montage of him reliving the day over and over. That will take up the main part of the film. Yeah. Um, and they they sing. I wish it could be Christmas every day. I don't know why the film isn't called that. Probably because there's also <laughs> it's called Tree Wind, but. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, I yeah. guess there's another film also called that. I wish it could be Christmas every day with the same premise. So. I don't think so. <laughs> there should be I think if there isn't. Just a song called that. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's that's what we've got here. And he sits them all around the table for dinner, and he starts singing. I wish it could be. Chris. I'd love to see Nick Cage. Are they all, that. They're all dead at this point. He yeah. sits them around what after they've died. Yeah, they're all dead at the table. He sings. How up. does he kill them? With a cricket bat. Oh, he, oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the cricket bat. Yeah. So he only kills his own family. Yeah. His, his insanity and the paperboy, perhaps. What's yeah. the paperboy's name? Um, his name is. Um, Dylan. His name is Little Little Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Little Frank. Yeah. That must have been a shock. <laughs> <laughs> Out there delivering papers. Yeah, I, I think Nick Cage would do this. It seems right up his alley to, think to play a, a mental. I think he probably I would. Can, I can picture him going off the rails. Yeah. I originally, you know, because um, originally they weren't cast these. Well, Nick Cage was, but the wife wasn't. I did put in Cuba Gooding Jr. as the wife. As the wife. <laughs> <laughs> well. Honeysuckle. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's got a he's got a history of playing female <laughs> characters, strong female characters. But no, she went with Tony Collette. And I think, to be honest with you, if you've got a, a film script that's got Nick Cage and Tony Collette attached, that'll be made. You've got backers right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah just just on that alone. Never mind the actual plot. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably for the best on this one. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch it. I knew you would. Yeah. I said that when when I when I heard this plot, I was like, Ken will definitely yeah, want yeah, to watch I, this. I, film. I would watch that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we do, we do. You'd have to put the tagline of um, I don't know, Groundhog Day meets Nicholas Cage. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Then you've got to go for a horror film, haven't you? About Christmas. Yeah, Krampus. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Krampus. <laughs> Yeah, okay, why not? Yeah, Groundhog Day meets Krampus. <laughs> You'd have to, because that's uh, that's what you do if you're a lazy writer. You just put two other films that are similar. Uh, one quick question. You say the the police lights flashing. Mm. Um, who is this policeman? Who plays him? Mm-hmm. I think you just see the lights. I don't think you see the policeman. Oh, I'm not so. I'm not too keen on that. Okay. No. In that case, who was the? Should there be a local local Bobby on the beat? What about? I know. I know. Is the policeman? Mm-hmm. Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's he's the guy who owns the um, the meat, <laughs> the butcher. <laughs> What butcher? I don't know. He sells him the turkey. He just looks like someone who would work in meat. He sells him the turkey. Yeah. A really big turkey. He's standing there like Cyrano de Bergerac. In full outfit. He's full With his big hat. <laughs> yeah. No, you've, you've missed out on the uh, the natural French speaker, Carl Weathers. Oh, my God, you of know, course. I, I've been waiting for you to cast in this role. That's true. They wasn't even in the in the pitch. I should have just thrown this pitch you out instantly. Just discarded this. We in fact, Carl have, Weathers can play Marge. You shouldn't even have wasted my time with this. The thirteen-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, Carl Weathers is the policeman that apprehends him. You're right. That's what I mean. He bursts in at the end. Jesus it's just Christ! Just Carl Weathers with a gun. Yeah, we literally even speak. We set that role up, and I've you've forgotten it. it. You've yeah. blown it. No, absolutely. I'm writing that in right now. Carl Weathers is definitely going to be the policeman. Even if he's just bursts through the door at the end and says, freeze, gendarme, which is French for police. Yeah. I don't know what freeze is, but uh, he's already shouted that. 
doesn't matter because Nicolas Cage can't speak French. So, what just what what do you think Nick Cage's look would be in this film? He, he sort of, I think it'd be the same as it is in all of them. What big big moustache, long hair, fake nose, fake nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that film. Um, just no. add glasses to his already how he looks. No, I, th- I think he's clean shaven. Uh, he wears a suit, but his um, his tie. It's always slightly off. Yeah. Never got that top button done up. Looks mm. like he's been through the ringer. What, no no trousers? Uh, the suit includes Oh, sorry, trousers. suit, yeah. You, you, you know nothing of suits. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I was just I was hearing you explain the top half and didn't you say anything about the bottom? So. Taking it for granted. He'll also have shoes on, but I didn't think it was worth <laughs> mentioning. about socks? Of course. He's yeah. not a hippie. Socks first or shoes first? <laughs> he's got a sign up in his bedroom. That says socks first, then shoes. He's not an idiot. Oh, he's a fan of our album. He just uh, of the same name, is he? <laughs> As was uh, underpants first, trousers second. It's a follow-up. Yeah. Are we trying to remind people how to get dressed? Yeah. <laughs> it's important. I think this has legs. Is it better than Bazooka Squad? Well, probably. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. We're, we're progressing every time we do this. Yeah, but you've just got to remember Carl Weathers because, uh, you know, I owe him. Yeah. I owe him a lot. Yeah. So thank you, Jessica, for, for that, that film pitch. However, anyone else that puts uh, films in, do remember that we do require Carl Weathers to be in every single film pitch. And he must be uh, an officer of the law. Also called Carl Weathers. Yeah. So uh, just, just have a think about that. Keep that in mind. Uh, keep them coming in. But uh, do keep Carl Weathers involved. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! This one's a little bit different. Um, this one is the same plot. This like this bazooka fi- squad. This film plot. Uh, no, no, no. Of course not. No, that would be irrelevant. Totally. <laughs> you just it? read the same. No. The same film pitch out. <laughs> I've written one, and that's that's it for every podcast. This one's called Bazooka Squad Two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, no, you just wait. Uh, no, th- this one is that a family get lost in the desert and stumble across a cult who sacrifice people because it's actually a good plot. Uh, it was just a terrible, terrible execution it, of it, it. Will this be a reimagining? Is sort of a Blumhouse version of Manos, the Hands of Fate? I, I think so. I, th- I think it could be. Yeah, I haven't got a title for it because uh, I haven't had time. Well, let's say now that this... Is a reimagining of Manos, the Hands of Fate. So let's call it Manos. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. As long as Hal's not still alive and got any court cases out for uh, for like I plagiarism. Think he's dead. I think he's dead. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> he was pretty old then, and it was 1966. So. Well, okay. So that that's the plot. It is the same plot. Uh, however, my characters uh, have different actors, and I think you'll agree it's a step up on every single one of them. Torgo uh, is played by Rick Moranis. <laughs> you know what? I'd watch that already because yeah, yeah, I so, like Rick Moranis. Yeah, so there you go. I've brought him back uh, from the brink, from the brink of retirement. Rick Moranis is back. Uh, the master, uh, I've got John Astin, who was the original Gomez uh, Adams from the yeah. Adams family. He, yeah. He's 90, so we better get a move on if we're going to play this. Right. Um, but he he was the best the best character I I, I thought for that one, Mike, uh, based purely on what Mike looks like in the film, is Ray Wise. Uh, I don't know who that from, is from um, Twin Peaks. 
So Ray Wise from Twin Peaks and from Dead End, uh, a whole host of films. You'll have seen him. You know who Ray Wise is. Yes, I do, yeah. See? Yeah. There you go. So he's he's Mike because he looks like him and he's a far better actor. Uh, the wife, Margaret, is played by Vera Farmiga from The Conjuring and every other film that's the same as The Conjuring. I don't know which series of films they are anymore but uh, the nun and the doll and shit yeah uh, the policeman is uh carl weathers yeah as, of course. Uh, as himself again <laughs> who's his deputy uh, i haven't got a deputy for a carl I've got he him. doesn't need one i've got him gone danny glover danny glover's no deputy he's older than he carl weathers well he's never progressed <laughs> <laughs> He's just happy being on the beach. He only has one fucking line, so he might as well be fucking Danny Glover. This is this is the boondocks. Oh, you're right. Matthew McConaughey, then. There we go. <laughs> just a brief cameo. Yeah, because um, yeah, Danny, Glover, take, no, Danny I, Glover's got a lisp these no, days, I've so he it. can't say boondocks. I've got it. Clint Howard. Clint Howard, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's he, the one. He would never progress in the police. So no. That's fine. <laughs> He's so, got a victim. He could have been Torgo if, Carl, we, if we had oh, a, a smaller if, budget. Yeah, no, but I've, I've got a big budget on this. Rick Moranis every every day. Uh, yeah, so Carl Weathers and uh, Clint Howard, uh, the most unlikely of cop duos. Uh, the, ki- the kissing couple. <laughs> I'd love to watch a film with <laughs> Carl Weathers and Clint Howard as the, the policeman. <laughs> I love to see just Carl Weathers in a cowboy hat. I think that'd be a good look for him. Yeah, I, th- I think we could probably find an image of him bit in of a, a cowboy hat somewhere. We must bit be of a jaunty to... angle. I mean, what was he wearing in Rocky IV? Did he not, uh, have, he's a, got did he not un- have a big hat on he's got, for that? He's got the United States. Yeah, but did he not wear a hat? He had a top hat, I think. Oh, it was a top hat. Oh, that would have been a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Anyway, Carl, if you're interested in uh, posing in a cowboy hat... And just sending us over on... Yeah, just let us know. Social media. The Kissing Couple. Uh, you mentioned some uh, cameos. These are cameos. These are A-list cameos. Uh, it's Matt Damon and Charlize Theron. I thought you were going to say Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get involved in their personal life. Um, no, that's that's the uh, that's the Kissing Couple. Oscar-winning Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, not Ben Affleck. We're not having Ben Affleck. Oscar-winning Matt Damon and Charlie Theron are going to be the kissing couple in a cameo. Yeah. In a film starring Rick Moranis, who's not done a film for 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) Who's playing how, Uh, Mike? Uh, Ray Wise. Ray Wise. Yeah. (laughs) 90-year-old John Astin. (laughs) What? John Astin. (laughs) I couldn't think of anyone else. <laughs> you were John Astin. <laughs> He's mustachioed. Oh, he looks God. like the guy. He looks like the guy, but better. Yeah, okay. Go I was going to go Tom Selleck, but he's too big. Yeah. He's still too big. He's like whatever age he yeah, is. I mean, you just put massive. a mustache. He doesn't have to be mustache-based. He could, he does. They could They could no. put a fake one on. No, no, I'm not having that. Okay. It's got to be some sort of reality. Who, play, who plays it. the daughter? Um, you just getting a random child actor? Oh yeah, yeah. Because all the child actors I can think of are adults now. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Dakota Fanning, but she's yeah, she's about thirty now. Yeah. Peter Bark. Good call. Yeah. Peter Bark is from Burial Ground, which will also be covered on this podcast if no one knows yet, and he's also in the uh, the trailer for this podcast as well. Yeah, he'd be good. 
<laughs> He'd be good as Debbie. <laughs> He's about 70 himself now. <laughs> he was about 30 when he did Burial <laughs> yeah, He played a child in that film. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. It's, it's, it's the same film, but it's just my... It's my, a reimagining. It's, it's a reboot. What about his one for you? What about Manos 2? Electric boot, no. Manos, <laughs> Manos 2, The Return of Torgo. Ah, spin-off. Yeah. Is it Rick Moranis? I think I, well, I you, wasn't... Are you going Clint no, Howard? No, no. As you've mentioned him. Well, I had Terry Crews, but now I think about it, it's going to be Clint <laughs> Howard. And what he's doing is, it's just him. It's a sort of cross-country, you know how like Pee Wee... Um, oh, I thought you meant like a, a run, cross-country run. No, no. Just because with you know, his legs, he's never going to manage that. Pee Wee, when he's searching for his bike, yeah. Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I love that film. And uh, I think the same, but just instead of Pee-wee, it's Torgo. He's looking for a bike. He's looking for his hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, are we going to have Francis in it from Big Adventure? <laughs> we're, we're, we're definitely having Amazing Larry, I know that. Yeah, 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 well, <laughs> yeah, because he's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't my film pitch, it's yours. Uh, what, so is it going to be filmed on location, Texas? Loads of moths, yep. shit, yep. equipment. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's We're not up in the production value. Well, no, because I spent all that money on uh, Damon and uh, Shelley's. <laughs> for their four. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for their brief appearances of just kissing. <laughs> if Matt Damon's not happy to do it, I'll I'll kiss Shelley's. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Yeah, so carrying on from the double impact um, twins theme, uh, I was going to go with something well, of just one actor playing multiple roles um, it was originally going to be and I say originally because I have changed it it was originally going to be Wesley Snipes playing triplets nice thanks <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've changed it um, so now I've got triplets playing Wesley Snipes <laughs> <laughs> I've not changed it quite that much but uh, <laughs> now I'm no I'm no doctor Okay, but my triplets are Wesley Snipes, yeah, Jet Li, yeah, and Big Scott Adkins. Nice, they're my triplets. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it works. I'm no. not, I say I'm not a doctor. I'm no biologist, but it, they're triplets. Well, they had Devito and Schwarzenegger as uh, yeah. twins. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think that probably still workable more than mine. But <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I was actually also going to uh, going to use those two and uh, call it Quins and have the five of them where <laughs> where they play multiple roles each and then I don't know throw what was it Eddie Murphy throw him in as yeah. the fifth one yeah because he's I think they're doing triplets yeah that's, that's what I thought but I thought I thought Quins where Schwarzenegger plays two of them Danny DeVito plays two of them and Eddie Murphy like, plays the you. fifth. Nutty professor or something. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so those are my triplets. I don't know how it works. I'll have to get you have to get an external um, expert out on this one and tell us how that can be worked into that they're all triplets. Um, they own a bridge in France, but they don't know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you oh, see, yeah. they've got the tunnel, Griffith. I've, I've got the I've got the same sort of tunnel thing, but it's a bridge. Because yeah. I didn't want to use a tunnel because it'd be too close. Yeah, <laughs> too bridges cl- are above above water, aren't they? So but that's correct. Yes, that's the very basis of a bridge. <laughs> yeah, it'd be useless if they were underwater. Yeah, good thinking. Uh, the bad guys, 
Okay, I've got, I've got some bad guys for you because there's three good guys there, obviously. Um, I've got Jean Reno uh, from Lyon, Vincent Cassel, mm-hmm. yeah, and Georges Saint Pierre. Oh, I yeah. thought it was going to be Gerard Depardieu. No, it'd be ridiculous. <laughs> I can't get him. He <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. want to do this. Certainly not in these roles. No. Maybe get a cameo off him. Yeah. As I think the butcher. We probably, probably could, yeah. As Cyrano. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have a butcher in it. Yeah. yeah why wouldn't we? It's about it's about stolen bridges. Yeah. <laughs> stolen meat. <laughs> There's some meat in the bridge. Yeah. That's one of the clues. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, that, that's that's all I've got. That's the plot. <laughs> 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 They've stolen a bridge. I don't know. They probably killed their parents. I haven't got any parents for them because I need to wait until my doctor comes in and tells me how they can be triplets. <laughs> so before You're doing ca- some background. Yeah, before casting the parents, I'd need to know what would be required for those three to be triplets. Yeah, a lot, I imagine, it would be his answer. Could it be? Could it be? I don't know. Military meddling with genetics. I don't know. You fall on that Usually trope it's, quite often. Yeah, well, he's got a bit. He used it quite often. <laughs> yeah. Usually, are you are you seriously telling me if we can get a uh, what is it, shark to puss versus whale wolf, we can't <laughs> get <laughs> three humans. Whale wolf. Have you not seen that one? No. It's shit. What is it? I'm, I'm just thinking of a wolf with like blubbery skin. Why the fuck would that work? <laughs> it's worse, worse than that. What is it? Oh, it's it's like a a whale on land that looks more like a wolf without any whale attributes whatsoever. <laughs> really. Just as a blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. It really is poor. What about what about our, our mate Carl Weathers? What's he doing? Well, Carl Weathers is in it, obviously. Yeah, is he there? He's the cop. Yeah, he's a police chief. <laughs> yeah, trying to keep a lid on everything. Yeah. Um, this this one's actually called, uh, and this is it was gonna. I was thinking about calling it Menage a Trois, but uh, because there's three of them, but uh, no, because that means something else. So I didn't I didn't <laughs> call it that. But it's uh, Menace Tricolore, <laughs> which means Triple Threat was another one I thought of. Um, Scott Atkins already done a film called Triple Threat. Yeah. So ruin that for me. Thanks, Scott. Good film, though. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, um, what does it mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> Three colour threat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but the tricolour is also the name of the flag of uh, France. Yeah. So, you know. I, I could I could get away with that with the lawyers. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no, no, you've explained it on this podcast. <laughs> Well, no, no, you're the one who laughed at it. I was, I was just stating the fact. Mm. It, 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 that's what it is. So there you go. Are they separated at birth, like in a double impact? Of course they are. So it was one. So Jet Li was taken to France. <laughs> Van, um, Wesley Snipes was taken to the south of France. <laughs> Wesley Snipes was taken to China. <laughs> yeah, Scott Atkins went with Dave Lee to uh, work in EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be really good. I think because you've got the the martial arts prowess. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, is it's this, this Snipes? Is he like a trained? He's done Blade, hasn't he? He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Is he? Is, is he like? He's a... no slouch. Yeah. He was good in the original Undisputed, actually. As yeah. Well as a boxer. Yeah, he was good. And as as you say, Blade as well, and Demolition Man. He's good in that too. So there you go. 
Without looking it up, yes, of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's highly proficient. Yeah. That's why I've got Georges Saint-Pierre, of yeah. course, because we've got to have a bad guy GSP. who can fight. Yeah, we've got to yeah. have a guy who can fight, and he's he's the man. Yeah. Vincent Cassell, he's just a lunatic. I like him. Yeah. Very, very looks, good. Looks like the, the actual um, human version of the cartoon Joker yes. from Batman. Yes, he does, yeah. yeah. He's very good in that. He's, uh, he's, he's done lots of films. You probably will recognise him, should you ever see him. Um, I think Black Swan is possibly... Yeah. Irreversible, the, was he in that? He, yes, yes. It's yeah. not... Uh, an overly popular film <laughs> certainly not a let's is watch it, that again that was that was yeah. good fun it's one of the oceans films as well I think. yeah he, he was in la haine as well um the uh, french french film he's french obviously That's, yeah um he was in uh satan as well very good film that so uh, he's he's he does a lot of that smile, actually, that you mentioned. He, he would be very, I, very good in those I, films. I saw uh, someone had mocked up a picture of him from that film as the Joker and just looked superb. Yeah, well, the, the front cover, he's he's given us that smile on, of that. I think that's that where, they, the, where they got it from. Yeah, he was in um, Eastern Promises as well. Yeah. He was in that one. And uh, Mezrine as well, where he yeah. plays the title character. That was a two-parter where he plays the uh, a gangster called Jacques Mezrine. All, all of these you should watch before you watch Irreversible. Yeah, <laughs> if you I, want to I, see Cassell. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you should watch Irreversible. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> For yeah. any Monica Bellucci fans out there, mm, yeah, probably don't watch this. <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it's it's certainly a one-time watch. I think. Yeah. You, I, I'm not sure you'd be recommending it to people for any real reason other than this is a film that's shocking. Yeah, maybe a first date film. <laughs> It'd be your last date film. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so he's who, who, who's the uh, who's the third bad guy? Uh, Jean Reno. He's, oh, yeah, he's yeah. the uh, he's the leader. He's yeah. the leader of the bad guys. Obviously, you got uh, Vincent Cassell's his uh, right hand man and uh, GSP. Yeah, uh, is how they find where they need to go. Yeah, great. No, <laughs> I, I, I like it. I do. I like it. I yeah. think it's great. I say there's not much of a plot. It's a bridge. Well, I mean, uh, it's that, a... that they've nicked off them. I don't know what you know. They just, if it works for a tunnel, surely it's got to work for a bridge. It's an action film. It doesn't have to uh, have much of a plot as long as it's got good action in it. Plus, and I think uh, those as, guys. I think with a bridge, you can you can have some like uh, some like abseiling down from it, can't you? You can rappel down there. What, you're making money off this little. No, I'm, just, I'm just suggesting, you know. No, no, no. In the film. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were about like tours. No. <laughs> yeah, we, could, we could do little. Remember this from the film. Do now you can do it too. Do fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 It was just a, I was immediately thinking of a fantastic action sequence. Yeah. Uh, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that we're going to have to change the title of it. <laughs> Why? Jesus. I've looked it up. It's French. Yeah, well. I've, I've, put me, I've put me translator on and had a look just to see what it is. <laughs> it's the name of the flag. Yeah. It's the Fr- I was going to say that's the French connection, but that's a different film, obviously, far yeah. better than this. Anyway, yeah, Carl Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is the police chief. Is he French or is he uh, American? Bought over to handle what's no, going he, on. He's just Carl Weathers. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's himself. <laughs> and then, what law enforcement does he work for? The police. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cop. Hasn't You've heard it here, then, folks. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> Menace Tricolor. Yeah. Uh, coming to a theatre near you. <laughs> We're all waiting for the Snipes Lee 
Uh, who was the other one? Adkins. <laughs> Scott Adkins. Jesus, man. It's like I said it last week. I'm Tri- doing it right now. It's live. The, the trifecta. Uh, then um, keep an eye out for that one. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with this. I don't either. I'm, no. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got no female characters. I, I don't know if you noticed that. And we can get some random British actress to, yeah, you know, Probably. strip for it and then never be seen again, I'm sure. Oh, that sounds like a threat. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Uh, it's my turn again to do the film pitch this week. <laughs> oh, good. Because <laughs> I've prepared nothing. <laughs> Although it's not stopped me before. And what I think, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to do... Uh, it's an intergalactic sci-fi movie. Okay. You like that? No. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the genre. Oh, right. Change my mind. Okay, so what it is, is it's it's a film based entirely on references to other films. Oh, yes, actually, I do like this. So we've got an intergalactic dream team yeah, here. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, dream team. We've got, uh, we've got Jason X. Nice. He's the he's the muscle in all of this. Okay, we've got Chewbacca. Oh yes, yeah. Well, surely he's also the muscle in this. No, he's the he's the Groot character, the <laughs> he's comic the relief. Wookie. Yeah, he's the Wookie. He's the he's the hairy one. Yes, that's right. I know who he is. I don't know if you know. I this, I recognise the reference. <laughs> <laughs> we've also got um, Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. from Demolition Man. Oh yeah, okay. I can't remember what his name is in that film. John Spartan. Yes. We've got John Spartan from Demolition Man. Yeah. We've got Jean-Claude Van Damme from Time Cop. Mm-hmm. And we've also got, how can we even think to leave this person out? We've got... Can we have Johnny Five from Short Circuit? And of course, at the end, we've got Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Excellent. And what they're doing, they're, they're our last hope of a universal survival from the ultimate bad guys, which are yes. simply called the ultimate bad guys. <laughs> really? That's a good name for the gang. Yes. And there you go. It's kind of like Star Wars, but very, very referential. They they listen to 80s music a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things that happen are stuff that also happens in other films, which are much better than this. Okay. And we got lots of references as well, like for when the music happens, maybe a like montage of, of things happen for the music so you can enjoy the music for I don't know about 20 seconds at yeah. a time thus filling out the time of the film yeah excellent yeah you got you got um you got also you know when I, if I'm gonna do this I need to uh, get my team together mm-hmm. yeah and that's when as well you, you got like Chewbacca he's what he's working at at a at a car wash yeah you know, Mambo number five. That's, uh, I was going to say that's, that's absorbent. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's why he's doing it. Yeah, he gets, like he gets spun around. Yeah, like <laughs> he wearing gets, the mitts. On he it. gets spun round to clean the car at the end, yeah. like it. And what, uh, what noise does he make? Uh, you can't hear it because um, <laughs> Mambo number five's playing. All oh, right, I thought you couldn't hear it because you can't do the noise of. No, also that too. <laughs> Mambo number five's playing. Yeah, yeah Lou, that's a nice Lou, Lou Vega. And because these are all misfits and ne'er do wells, they're brought back. You know, they can't expect them to get along. They need they need a handler, mm. someone to keep them all in line. Yeah, who you got? Carl Weathers. Oh yes, Carl Weathers is is a. Can Can I suggest he has an eye patch? Yes, you can suggest it. He okay. has two eye patches. 
No, he has he wears both on on the same oh, just eye. On one eye, yeah. in case one of them falls off. Yeah, <laughs> he, he rips one off in disgust at one point. He's got one <laughs> underneath. This might be a bit too close to the Mandalorian <laughs> that he's doing. So hopefully, hopefully he takes it. I don't know. Does he wear an eye patch in that? No, but it's kind of just sci-fi similar. He's probably got a cape. Oh, has he? Yeah, we could bring that with him. Yeah. Because it is sci-fi, isn't it? So everyone you know, wears a cape. Yeah, I mean, like, like he'll probably wear a hat in our in our one as what well. What kind of hat has he got on? Probably not his top hat from Rocky <laughs> Four. <laughs> I don't know. If, I mean, I know you said it would be referential, but that's th- that's ridiculous. I think it's probably going to be one of those hats that dispense liquid from the sides. <laughs> yeah, like a, a beer hat. Yeah, yeah, but like sci-fi esque. And as I say, they just go through the whole film just referencing other sci-fi M- films. Much like we are right now. Yes. Oh, b- brilliant. I'd like to be in on the script. What do you think we should call it? Uh, referential 2. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> referential Wars 2. Yeah. Call, call it episode Yeah, episode 4. That yeah, references yeah. Star Wars that way, yeah. you see. Yeah, part 4. Maybe we should name it after a song and then we can play that song in the film. Um. Okay. The Frog Chorus by Paul McCartney. <laughs> the Pipes of Peace. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Mull of Kintyre. <laughs> that's it. That's the name of it. <laughs> Just, Referential yeah. Wars, the Mull of Kintyre. <laughs> yeah. That'll get the kids in. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't stop them watching Babysitter referencing, referencing yeah. fucking Tommy Two-Toad or whatever the fuck it was. Tommy Two Tits. <laughs> That's his name, yeah. We'll get him in. And fucking E.T. Finger. E.T. Fingers is in this. E.T. Fingers and Tommy Two Tits. E.T. Fingers is a bounty hunter. Excellent. He's been hired by the, the bad guys to, to track them down. And I think maybe the bad guy, one of them, could be Charles Dance. I like the thought of that. He's like a big, massive, like giant-looking thing, and it's just Charles Dance. What is he? What? He's not that massive, though. In real life, well, CGI him as as massive. Oh, really? Oh, but, okay. But not like we're not going to make him look like a monster. He's just going to look like Charles Dance. <laughs> just a massive dance. Just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that at the end. So now a massive dance to end the film. <laughs> this <laughs> is almost turned into if Monty Python did a space movie. Yeah, it's just him. It's <laughs> yeah. just huge. He just says bye. The we end. Literally made this up. As we were doing it, but I actually would love to watch this film. I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially with Van Damme in it and Stallone. That's, that's the budget. I don't think we'd be able to actually get the space, would we? They'd get the outer space theme to it because we wouldn't be able to budget for special effects. We're not going to shoot on location. We'd do it in a. <laughs> in a <laughs> get a blast Van Damme into space. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how it works. We're really doing a studio. I don't know. I think everything's a documentary. <laughs> We're going to hire actual Wookiee. What <laughs> are the travel expenses for that? All oh, right. Okay. Well, you, you've misled me. We may have to uh, ask Cuba for some more money then if we're going to do that. Gooding Jr. or, <laughs> or the good people. All of them. <laughs> All of them. It's going to be expensive. He's probably got enough. <laughs> Hasn't he? Who? Cuba. Hasn't he? Probably not. Oh. Bill Gates, oh, Elon Musk. We'll get him, give oh, him a he cameo. He loves space. Yeah. Of course he does. He, give he, him he a likes cameo. a bit of space. Yeah. What? Like, what? Is give that him a car? A ca- he can buy his own cars. No, a cameo in the film. Oh, yeah, we'll get a cameo who did Word Up. <laughs> we'll get them in it, yeah. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. And he can, he can be singing with cameo 
Bill Gates and Cameo. <laughs> Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Elon Musk and Cameo. Cameo featuring Elon Gates? Musk. I thought you said Bill Gates was coming. I was here. thinking it, but I think Elon Musk prefers space more than Bill Gates. He likes windows. <laughs> Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the bad movie cult. 